0: You're listening to Panthers on tap. I'm Curtis round joined by Bryson Carbley. We're just two fans sharing our love for the game and Carolina Panthers football. So join us crack open a cold one, some bubbly, a little wine, some scotch. We don't care. Whatever makes you sleep better at night. Before we dive into the episode, a little self promotion, stop what you're doing. Go give us a follow on Twitter at Panthers on tap. Join the discussion on our Facebook group. We have over 2,500 members. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Just search Panthers on tap. We're recording this on a Thursday. You'll hear it tomorrow morning. Bryson, NBA draft this evening. Who are you hoping the coachless Hornets get?
1: Well, I'm I'm hoping they, they get a big man, Mark Williams, or either trade those picks and somehow get Miles Turner. Or um, you know, there's been <clears throat> speculation that they've been interested in Russell Westbrook, even so. We'll see what happens. It's supposed to be a a pretty crazy night with picks and stuff with not a whole lot of catch space to go around in the NBA this upcoming season.
0: So um, we will see. Well, you peaked Sheena's ears with the Russell Wilson stuff. We got Sheena coming back with us on the show tonight. She's part of the Panthers beat with Fox sports radio, 1340 AM. She's also laying down some wisdom on queen city news. Catch her on quick blitz as well. Sheena, shouldn't you be in Brooklyn tonight?
2: I should have been in Brooklyn tonight, but the travel guide said, nope, no way. Man. As I'm sure everyone can relate to right now. <laughs> Everyone's getting delayed left and right cancellations, you know, it's the wild time.
0: Cancellations, inflation, man, it can't get much worse than that. Well, let's talk right. about And now we're talking about the Panthers. <laughs> But we got to I, I got. I got to get your take. We last time we had you on was right before the draft. A lot has happened since then. Right. I want to get your take on Sam Darnold because I've I've seen we've seen the reports. um Almost a second coming. He he looks better in OTAs. Different Sam Darnold in minicamp. What did you? What was your take on him? What did you see from him this offseason?
2: I will say that so far in OTAs and mini camp he looks a lot better, but then again, they're in shorts. So, you know, you could take that for what it's worth. Um, I even posted like a funny little picture uh, that someone took of me at practice. And I was like, me looking at at Sam Darnold suspiciously throwing dimes this practice, but um, he looked good, but you know, it's June. Will we still be saying this six months from now, five months from now, four months from now, two months from now, you know? So that remains to be seen um, if that poise that we've seen early on from him is able to be sustainable once you know there's guys in a different color uniform rushing him. That that's when it really matters.
0: Yeah, and I pointed that out because I remember I don't know who one of the beat reporters tweeted out. It wasn't you, but I I remember firing back and I was like, guys, it's it's June right now, like. We saw good throws out of Sam last year in training camp. Me and Bryson mm-hmm. went to a couple of those. And I mean, Sam made some good throws then. And then you get nine touchdowns and 13 interceptions last year. Um yeah. so it, it's so tough to say right now. Um, I'm I'm still hesitant. I I I I just don't I don't I don't see Sam as he's he's just not there for me. Um and he's gonna have to jump over massive waterfalls for me to jump on board for this guy, because I just, I don't, I don't see it from him. And I don't think, I think he's a backup Bryson.
1: Yeah. You know where I stand? I think he's a backup as well. And not even the best backup in the league. So, uh, I think, you know, like you said, Curtis, we saw all these throws last year, um, in training camp and, uh, you know, he, he does make good throws every now and then and, uh, especially when he's not being pressured or has the threat of being hit. So uh, that's nothing new to really us. But, uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm not – I'm hoping that we have a new quarterback week one. <laughs> that's all I need to say. Yeah,
0: and, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But Sam, for me, what worries me is these past four years, whether you blame the coaching, the roster around him, he's so used to that. I don't see how he's going to break out of that. Is that fair, Sheena?
2: I think it's fair. I think the thing about it is Sam Darnold has been shown a lot of grace in this league that is really quick to throw away quarterbacks, especially highly drafted quarterbacks. And I think it's just because he looks the part and he had, you know, the excuse of being in, in New York, with not a great roster, um, with Adam Gase as the as a coach who's not even in the league anymore. And I think that he got a little bit of leeway last year with Matt Rule still being a very green NFL head coach. But the, like I said last year, time is of the essence, and he's running out of it. I mean, I don't know any other quarterback drafted that high that's given and shown that much grace. Baker Mayfield isn't even being shown that much grace, and he at least took the Browns to the playoffs. You know, I think that Sam Darnold, there's a lot of asterisks put up around his failures and his shortcomings, and it's time to put up or shut up. This is the first time since being an NFL quarterback that he has actually, he has to earn his starting spot. He went in as the Jets starter. He came to Carolina as the Panthers starter. And now there's a little bit of, you know, a little bit of breath down the collar with Matt Corral and with you know all of Panthers faithful screaming for his exit, he's going to have to shut, put up, and sh- put up or shut up. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that if he is relegated, if Matt Corral takes his starting job, which I predict will happen early on in this, or at least in the first half of the season, I think that our days of seeing Sam Donald as a starting quarterback could be over unless he somehow magically just turns over a new leaf and. I was thinking about it the other day, guys, um, with the overhaul of the offensive line. If the offensive line comes out and plays lights out and Sam Darnold shows massive improvement, is that enough to erase the previous four seasons? What do you need to see from Sam Darnold to make you feel comfortable that he is a starter in this league? I even asked the coaches that. I said, you know, what do you need to see this year that will make you comfortable going in week one with Sam Darnold as your starter and of course there was kind of a roundabout answer it's, it's a PC answer because it's really really early in the off season still um mm-hmm. you still have all of training camp you know they just finished mini camp but you have all of training camp and um everyone's talking about how much calmer he looks since he sat in the third and I mean yeah you can look calm when you're in shorts and you're not getting hit or blitzed you know but when there's four guys on the other side of you that you know have on different uniforms and it aren't ble- being blocked by Icky. Are you going to be able to be calm? Are you going to be able to, and, those, and to be fair, these bombs that we've seen him throw are on his first reads.
3: Mm-hmm. Is
2: he going to be able to go through his progressions when that first read isn't there? Or if that check down to CMC isn't there? That's what Sam Darnold is going to have to show for Panthers fans and coaches and analysts everywhere to really get behind him as being a starter in this league again, in my opinion. yeah, But that's just my opinion.
3: Yeah, and
0: I want to see what he's doing with Grady Jarrett staring down his ass, too. That, yeah, mean,
2: like, like, they have a they have a tough schedule.
3: Very, they have a tough, tough
2: schedule, and they're going to be put to the test, and I think that this roster does have talent. Um, I'm not going to go and say that, oh, my God, he's, you know, playing with scraps because he isn't. He mm-hmm. isn't. He has, you know, DJ Moore, who has routinely put up 1,000-yard receiving, 1,000-receiving um, yard seasons, regardless of the carousel at quarterback, so he's solid. You have Robbie Anderson, who's shown flashes. I mean, season before last, he was a 1,000-yard performer. So the pieces are there if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, or even if he doesn't, Deontay Foreman is a great um, spell at that position, if not, you know, to carry the the power load. I know they're going to be trying to use CMC a little bit wiser this year. So the tools are there. You have a young, scrappy, fast defense that gets Steve Steve Wilkes back. So they're just going to get even bigger, faster, more aggressive, perform even better with those things in place there's no reason that people should be predicting the Panthers to finish at the bottom of the NFC South or at the bottoms of the power ranking the power rankings early on and the sole reason for that is the question at the quarterback position Mm -hmm. that's the sole reason everything else is there like they're not a bottom tier NFL team elsewhere on that roster but at quarterback they are yeah,
1: I I really feel like average quarterback play this this season, this upcoming season could lead the Panthers to a winning record. I, I really believe absolutely. that if they could just get average
0: quarterback play. Well, let's talk I, about I let, let's talk about Matt Corral. Has has your perspective changed at all on him since seeing him in mini camp?
2: No. I still think he becomes your starter um at some point in the season. It has not changed. I think that they saw a lot of things in Matt Corral that um and to be fair, I think that this quarterback class, I'm not going to say they were unfairly judged, but the, the, the I guess, progno- not, the, not the prognosis, but, you know, the predictions and expectations are low. You know, everyone is acting like this is just bottom of the barrel quarterback class, and I don't agree with that. I don't think they, they had a one standout star within that class, but I think that all of the quarterbacks taken – early on can have pretty solid seasons and they're in good positions to do so. Matt Corral is in position to become the starter after he gets a little more experience under his belt. I think you might see on week four, week five. Don't hold me to it, but I think it's definitely a possibility for sure. You have been McAdoo and um, while everyone was kind of scratching their head at that hire, he was able to develop um, Eli Manning into a more efficient quarterback in New York and a more efficient office. I'm not saying he is responsible for Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. So when when you guys when you guys post this, people in the Twitter comments do not go absolutely ham. I'm not saying that Ben McAdoo made Eli Manning. I'm not saying that. But I will say that I think that he, I think that he can do a good job with Matt Corral. He wasn't sold on Sam Darnold, you know, when Sam Darnold was coming out of the draft. Let's not forget that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. He was not sold. And if you guys do not know the comments he made, make sure to Google those, look those up. And I don't think that that magically changes when he gets to Carolina. I think that he has to, of course, support Sam because that's the quarterback. But I don't think that his perception and um, of, of Sam Darnold just drastically changed since he was coming out of USC. As a matter of fact, there's nothing that he's done in the NFL that will warrant a positive change in, um, in his analysis and in his scouting report.
1: She, Sheena, do, do you think that the Panthers inside of, inside of their building feel that Matt Corral could be a starter this season or do you think that like currently they feel that he probably needs to sit a year and, and, and develop?
2: I think there's a reason they traded up for him.
3: Hmm.
2: There's a reason they traded up for Matt Corral and they're already on the hook for 18 million to Sam for Sam Darnold.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: They expect him to be a contributor. If not, they just would have grabbed a free agent, a free agent quarterback and just Hmm. got some depth in the room. Yeah. But I do think that that lights a fire under Sam Darnold and whether he, you know, pressure makes diamonds. So we yeah. will see, he's going to be, like I said, he's going to be challenged for that starting role for the first time since he entered the league. And he's either going to stand up, stand up in it. He's going to stand up in the pocket or he's going to fall flat. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: We'll see. I think the, the competition does, I think it does, um, does good for, for as far as like trying to ignite a fire under him. If them, drafting Matt Corral where they did, and openly pursuing other quarterbacks the way that they did, if that doesn't light a fire under him, then nothing will. Yeah, that's
0: true. Sheena, real quick, doesn't have to be long here. Corral or Cam Newton, who's got a quicker release? You've seen them both.
2: Mm, That's tough. That's tough. Oh no, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, that's messed up. I'm going I'm inclined to say Cam because his release comes, you know, with the speed of the NFL game. Yeah. We haven't seen Matt Corral's release yet. That's within true. a game. Right. That's fair.
0: That's fair. Well, let's go to veteran quarterbacks. Cause that's what that's I'm fair. interested about. I I mean that's I need fair. I need I need the <laughs> lowdown on Baker Mayfield. Where do things stand on the trade to Carolina?
2: I think it's just a matter of who's going to pay what um when it comes to that and i know some people say that the browns have leverage because if you are going to bring in a veteran quarterback you want them to come in before training camp and have a full training camp and time is kind of winding down on that others would say that the panthers have leverage because um whether the whether the browns release them or not they still have to take that cap hit mm-hmm. but he's definitely played his last down as as a Browns quarterback, regardless of what happens with Deshaun Watson. And right now I just think it's a financial stalemate.
3: Yeah.
0: How much, how much do the Panthers want the Browns to take on? Do we know that number? Does is Carolina, is that four, five, six million they're willing to take on? What, what's going to budge this?
2: That hasn't been disclosed, but I would think that it would be closer to, to half closer just because of the situation they're already in with Sam Darnold. Yeah. Okay. Um, that would be my that would be my educated guess.
1: So so while we're on the topic, do you, do you think that, you know, going into training camp, that it's more likely that we, we see Sam Darnold, Matt Corral battle or or they add another veteran quarterback to, to the mix there?
2: um the coaches have been very careful to say that they are not ruling out bringing in a veteran. Give me
0: some hope here, Sheena. Give but again,
2: <laughs> but again J- Jimmy G and Baker is all in who's going to move the needle when it comes to that, to, to cash, you know, but you very well could see, could see a um, Sam Darnold, Matt Corral, PJ Walker quarterback room going into the training camp. We're, we got one more, four more weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or four, four and a half more weeks. So we'll see.
0: Does Seattle, you see the report yesterday with Josina Anderson, does Seattle, does that complicate things a little bit? I know they've always been in the mix, but now it's Mm -hmm. kind of more publicly than what it has been. Does that complicate things? I
2: think that everyone has known, and like you said, it wasn't explicitly stated, but everyone knows that that's another quarterback needy team right now. Um, I don't think it complicates things. I still think that, you know, when it comes down to it, Cleveland needs to offload him. Now Seattle might be in a more favorable cap position as far as they may be willing to take on a little bit more of Baker's contract than the Panthers are because they don't have the situation that the Panthers have with Sam Darnold. He, Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield's cap hits are literally identical. I mean, they were only two picks apart, first and third.
0: Well, let's talk about another guy. We brought him up a little bit. Mark Schofield, (laughs) NFL wire, comes out last night, says Panthers are the best fit for Jimmy G. Do You agree with that?
2: Um, I could see a healthy Jimmy G, yes, because he does have a veteran presence that um he's kind of, he would be kind of a rent a quarterback right now, to be honest with you, if they feel like Matt Corral needs to sit more. I think that the, the reason that people would say Jimmy G over Baker is just because of the locker room stuff, honestly. And I mean, people try to downplay it and, oh, you got to win, you got to win, you got to win. Yeah. But if half the quarter, if half the locker room hates the quarterback, like that's the tough hill to climb. And I always say that it's a particular situation because the Panthers are a young team. They're a young team. Their coaching staff is still fairly new. And they're trying to establish camaraderie. That's something that Matt Rule has been really, really, really big on this offseason that he hasn't been able to do since, you know, taking, taking the reins because of COVID. And so I think he wants to build some togetherness with this team, some camaraderie, some trust where everyone's trusting everyone to give their best every day. And if you complicate that by bringing someone like Baker Mayfield in, who's extremely talented, he just has a little bit of maturing to do. And in that regard, Jimmy G gets the edge on that. He's been in winning locker rooms. He's -hmm. done that. He knows how to win. And he knows how to be a leader in whichever way he needs to lead. Baker Mayfield is still growing in that area. So whenever I say that I don't think Baker Mayfield is a good fit for Carolina, that's what I mean. People can talk about the stats and how good he is and how good he was before he got hurt. We're not talking about that. Attitude and locker room presence is a lot more important than people think it is.
0: Well, let's talk about that a little bit more because you saw, I, I thought the timing of that tweet, it was a couple, it might've been last week where Carolina is still doing more work on Baker as a player. And I, I just thought that was, the timing of that was odd because, I mean, they're two months into being interested of him. The draft was in April. They were in talks for a trade then so
3: well see but still- were they
0: say that again were they i mean that's what we were hearing
2: and that's the thing that gets me is like absolutely nothing will change regarding baker mayfield is someone will wake up and decide to tweet that <laughs> yeah and, and because because the situation in, in carolina is so you know like people are so on the edge of their seats and so suspenseful Like folks take it and run with it. And it's like, people will will DM me privately. And I'm like, no, nothing's happened. Like, it's the same that it was in in March. It's the same that it was in April. Mm -hmm. It's always been the same. I even talked a little bit before Deshaun Watson decided where he was going about the fact that with the Texans, the Texans did not want Baker Mayfield. That is not who they wanted. The the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts did not want Baker Mayfield when everyone was going through the plug and play musical chairs of quarterbacks. They did not want Baker, and it's, it's for a good reason. I'm not going to say a good reason. It's for reasons that are beyond the football field. You know, does anybody remember how he antagonized the coach? It was Hugh, it was Hugh Jackson, wasn't it?
3: Mm-hmm. I thought
2: that was very tasteless. I mean, those things are all coming into play when it comes to evaluating Baker. And um, I even said back then that, that the teams that were involved in that were in play for Deshaun did not want Baker in a trade deal. That's it. They wanted to offload Deshaun Watson, but they weren't interested in taking on Baker. And at the time, I I, even, I think I even tweeted it before anything happened. I'm like, Baker Mayfield will not be a part of this trade, trade situation. He will be dealt at a later time. They're trying to find a suitor. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their quarterback except for Seattle and put an asterisk beside the Panthers.
1: Well, Sheena, let me ask you about my favorite free agent quarterback, and that's uh, the, Jer- <laughs> the jersey hanging up behind me, uh, Cam. Uh, is the door closed for Cam coming back to Carolina?
2: I don't think the door is closed, but I don't think that he is as pressed to get on a team as some people would think. It's like you know, I don't know if I don't. I haven't watched the latest podcast that he did with the Pivot, but it's not a situation where, as a quarterback and as a player, he's so desperate that as soon as he gets a call, he's going. Mm -hmm. that's not the that's not the mode that he's in and I think that as it gets closer and closer to the season he doesn't want to put himself in a it sounds like he doesn't want to put himself in a situation similar to where he was with the Panthers last year and the Patriots the year before where he has very limited time to learn a playbook the Panthers now have a new OC because so it would be a new playbook yeah and I think that as we get closer and closer to training camp that door starts to close a little bit just because of what he desires in his next destination Okay. He wants Gina, to get a, a good, a full off season.
0: Going back to Baker, I'm, I'm still on this train. One more question here because we talk about the off the field stuff, but you see guys, and these guys don't have to come out and say this stuff, but you see guys like Joe Bat- Batoni, guys a stud at guard. You see guys, um, the running back that's escaping me right now. I can't think. Of, they're starting Nick, running Nick back, Chubb. Nick Chubb. They both came out, and I mean, they both came out, said he's going to land on his feet. This is my guy. So, is you see the narrative there? But you you also see the guys that are out there, you know, pulling for him and saying this guy wasn't that. He wasn't as bad as he's perceived in the media.
2: Why is he just now saying that? Why are they saying that right now? The timing of that is is interesting. You know, those statements weren't being made when OBJ was having his issues with him. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's, and, and that's not to say that they he probably does have a couple of friends on the team. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, not for nothing, guys, the Cleveland Browns were in purgatory and Baker Mayfield did lead them to the playoffs. That's huge for them. Mm-hmm. The Panthers fans, I'm sure they are ready to at least be, to make the playoffs again. You know, the last, last taste of playoffs was a wild card loss to the saints, you know, a three, a three, lo- three loss season to the straight to the saints, the saints swept them. But, um, you know, when it comes down to it, like I said, it's, it's what has been displayed by Baker. And regardless of how poorly Sam Darnold has played at times, have you heard David Tepper come out and make any statements towards towards his quarterback? No, there's mm-hmm. a lot of quarterbacks that have absolutely struggled. But you have the Browns owners making public comments about his lack of maturity. That is That speaks volumes. I still go back to how disrespectful he was to Hugh Jackson. It just really bothered me. hmm. Mm -hmm. it really did because he and I'm gonna say he was a rookie that year yeah I think so but he came in with the swag of being the number one quarterback and I honestly couldn't even believe that everyone swept that under the rug like if any well and he uh, was kind of like that in
0: college too I mean he I mean he had the grabbing, you know he had a lot of incidents on the sideline so he kind of came into the league with that persona um but I mean that doesn't that doesn't Get give him any pass or anything but right I could see that interesting I mean,
2: that's I mean but think about it. can you guys imagine okay let's let's do number one quarterbacks versus number one quarterbacks Cam Newton has gotten the business publicly mm-hmm. by the media he's got he's taking a lashing
3: mm-hmm.
2: could you imagine if he came in and was treating any coach in the league let alone his own the way that Baker Mayfield behaved. We will still be talking about that.
3: Oh yeah.
2: We would still be talking about that in 2022. So I think that, you know, for the most part, like I said, I'm gonna double down on the fact that I just don't think he's a fit because of the personnel here, because of the culture they are trying to establish because Matt Rule is only in year three. There has been a, a literal overall changing of the guard. Ron Rivera was out. Greg Olson, TD, Cam Newton, Luke Keekly, Julius Peppers, everybody's gone. The, even the owner, owner's gone. So they're trying to establish a new culture and it has to be built on trust. They have to get that locker room trump tight again. That locker room was super tight when Ron Rivera was the head coach. And again, COVID has made that a little bit difficult, but you have seen this off season with just different things that the guys are doing together, different things that Coach Rule is doing with the guys he's trying to establish. A, a culture mm-hmm. he's trying I, i'm not going to use the word the process because i still don't know what the process is and y'all aren't about to cook me on twitter for acting like i know what the <laughs> process means i still don't <laughs> know what it is i don't but i do think that he he said matt rules on the hot seat
0: so he's sheena seat. we, we talk about that matt rule wants to keep that tight culture and you yeah. always hear from all the twitter gms out there that Matt Rule's the one. He's the lame duck coach. He needs to win this season. He's the one pulling for Baker. Do, who do you think is pulling for Baker in this organization? Is it David Tepper at the top? Because you know there is some mixed – we've seen from some of the other reports, there's mixed fielding, feelings in the building of how they feel on Baker. Who is the one beating the drum for him? Do you
2: know? That's a really good question. I don't know. Well, I we, don't know that.
1: We um, do know that it's not Ben McAdoo. <laughs>
2: well uh no comment (laughs) so what's the time what's um, the
0: timeline then on these veterans as far as them getting one in is it i
2: think they want if we're going to get if we're going to see a a veteran quarterback with the panthers i think it's going to have to be before training camp
0: like a week before two weeks before
2: um I just, I just think before training camp because that's when they're going to start bringing out the more complex installations um, from Ben McAdoo and the different looks. And I think that you know, time again, time is of the essence. They do want somebody in there learning that offense as early and as quickly as possible, as opposed to just throwing and throwing them into the fire, you know, when they're in despair because Sam Darnold is spiraling into interception hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I do think that if there's going to be a move made, it's going to be before training camp. OK,
0: well, let's get off QBs here. Let's let's talk about the offensive line, because that that was a massive issue last year. They definitely shored that up between right. free agency and the draft and a lot of talk. I'm not one of them. I, I, I clearly think the Panthers drafted Icky and he's going to be the left tackle week one. But there's all there's this worry among fans that, oh, Brady's taking more snaps in OTAs. What do you make of that uh, between Brady and him? And where do you see that shaking out?
2: That job is Icky's to lose. He was the top lineman in that entire draft. You don't draft a lineman that early and don't expect him to immediately make an impact. I think that the Panthers are just developing depth because a lot of times you got to think, I want to say they play with having 13 different combinations along the line mm-hmm. last season. I yeah. think that they're just trying to prepare um, and not saying that Icky's going to be injured or anything like that, but you do want to see who can do what along that line. And I wouldn't place too much stock in him taking more snaps. That's Icky's job to lose for sure.
0: Yeah, I sure. No, I, I, I agree. I, I, you do not take a guy that high to be a guard, mm-hmm. especially when you need a tackle. That's, it's just foolish. I don't think Scott or Matt or Campin or anyone on that offensive side of the ball is going to do that. What right. about Dunlap? Is anything, anything transpired there? I know kind of he went back they, at his physical, that sort of thing.
2: It kind of died down. I'm not hearing anything about it right now. It kinda, it got, I'm not saying that the deal is dead. It just has been, been kind of quiet on the front when it comes to him. Very yeah. quiet. Yeah, again, I would assume that you're going to see any moves that are going to be made preseason, you're going to see them by training camp, in yeah. my opinion.
0: Yeah, they need to add some depth there on DN because that's opposite Brian Burns. That's, I mean, it's it's getting pretty thin, but that's just yeah. me. Well, why don't we end on this? I'm, I'm hoping you can give us a nugget on this one. We'll see. It's something fans have wanted, and I feel like it's going to happen. I feel like the social media team is just building it up a little bit. But we are we going to finally get the new alternative helmet?
2: I don't know. As long as it's not paired with all black, I'm good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, y'all know how I feel about those all black uniforms.
0: You well, know, it's an, I about that. it's an omen. It's an omen.
2: It's horrible. <laughs> and I know that, you know, David Tepper is big on his analytics. If you're listening, David Tepper anal- analyze the winning percentages in these uniforms and understand that all black uniforms are just not it. They do not win in all black. Now, when they start busting heads. Now you can pull out the all black because the all black is a sweet look to me. It's mm-hmm. intimidating. But then when you get your butt beat in, all, in the all black, it kind of takes the power away. So I'm all for the alternative Alternative helmets. Do not pair them with all black yet. Don't do it.
0: So what's your favorite then? Is, <laughs> it, is it the white? Is it that blue? That kind of blue rush color?
2: I do like the blue color rush. I yeah, do. those are sweet. Those are sweet. And I mean, I'm, I'm cool on the all white, but I really, really like the color rush uniforms.
0: Oh man, I, I hope they. Do. I, I really do think they're going to do something. That's been a plea for a while. I mean, the
2: Saints got black helmets. So you yeah, they <laughs> that look good. What, I'm
0: not going to lie; those look pretty. Off
2: even more that the Saints got the black helmets before they did, but I, I don't. I don't know. I think it would be a good move, but not with the all black. Do not wear all black. Don't do I'll it. I'll tell
0: you what. David Tepper's got to do something, right? So maybe this will ease fans a little bit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> listen those fans want to win you know Yo. they want to be excited at the tailgate they don't want to be just there because they already have you know PSls.
0: amen to that i hear you i'm yeah. paying out of pocket he needs us. you know they it's, they it's, brought those new fancy seats in too on the sideline and i don't know how they're and, gonna fill they're those when too. they win winning.
2: they're nice <laughs> Well, Very Sheena, nice. we just want
0: to thank you so much for coming on. We do appreciate it. I know you got a really busy schedule. If you do not follow her already, it's a mistake. She's a great follow <laughs> for Panthers Twitter, Sheena <laughs> underscore thank Marie 3. Really good stuff, Sheena. We appreciate it.
2: Appreciate you guys. It's always fun talking to you. Thank you, Sheena. Thank you guys.
0: I want to thank Sheena again for coming on. It's always great to talk Panthers football with her we want to thank everyone for listening to our podcast you can catch every episode wherever you listen to your podcast just search panthers on tap make sure you subscribe rate us give us a follow on twitter too we're pretty active on there it's panthers on tap we got analysis breaking news and we might do a giveaway here before the season and as always